0: Robots Radio presents Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. Hey, I can look at myself naked. Are you stoned or something?
1: They tried stoning me, my dear. It did not work. He likes to create his own sauce. Well, did you sleep with a man who also slept with mom and grandma Catherine? What? You slept
0: with Dad? Alright. Which one of you sardines called this meat? Whatever made loser. Let the party begin!
1: Hello, and welcome to Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. The one blonde haired, innocent girl in a city full of horrible people. <laughs> that's Chad Ekowitz.
0: <laughs> and that's Simone LaRue. I mean, I was wondering where the hell you were going I don't with that. Know.
1: I, I just, we, I, Sin City really messed me around a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did it just like get in your mind and it's kind of festered there right now? I'm and you just, just upset just don't that know I, what to do with it
1: I haven't met more sex workers with a heart of gold in my life.
0: Uh, you know, the ratio of sex workers with heart of golds to those who don't have heart of golds is is way too high. I mean, the only one that I know of who have heart of golds are, you know, Jessica Alba in this and Roxanne f- by the police that Sting <laughs> fell in love with.
1: I don't she know. She doesn't have
0: to put on a red light. <laughs>
1: she does not need to wear that dress tonight
0: <laughs> she did. I mean we could do this we could quote the whole
1: <laughs> we should play the drinking game <laughs> what's the drinking game you've never played Roxanne
0: no what's that
1: okay okay so basically it's a you, if you've got a group of friends you shouldn't play it alone. <laughs> <laughs> there are two teams the one team drinks every time he says roxanne and the other Mm -hmm. team drinks every time he says turn on the red light
0: oh jesus and it's
1: a great way to get everyone hammered in four minutes
0: yeah that's terrifying Mm -hmm. why Mm -hmm. who came up with that what kind of evil human being (laughs) came up with that i'm
1: pretty sure i heard it from tristan
0: Uh, okay that makes a lot of sense then actually (laughs) he he didn't hear it from anyone else yeah 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 he made that up himself there's no question (laughs) about it Oh, so for those of you who have never listened to this podcast before, we discuss drinking games, non-stops, and then our favourite sex workers throughout popular culture. <laughs> uh, but in reality, what we actually do is every week we review two movies that did not do well on Rotten Tomatoes, and we say nice things about them, because the world is 2020, and we need to bring it back yeah. to, what, 2016?
1: Yeah, Would let's... you
0: say that was the last good year? Yeah,
1: let me actually explain this episode <laughs> how we came... <laughs> To pick these movies. (laughs) I'm not going to go into, like, the whole story because we don't have time. But basically, um, I currently have very limited internet access, which is why there isn't a video of this recording because, like, my internet will not handle it. And I haven't been able Mm -hmm. to, like, download or stream movies So my only salvation through this trying time has been that I found my old hard drive that I used when I was in university. So this is probably 2015, 2016 Simone. It was very sad.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it begs a lot of questions, Simone, Uh, that these these things are on your your hard drive.
1: She was not in a good place emotionally. Yeah. And basically I had to find movies on that hard drive that got less than 50% on Rotten Tomatoes and it just happened to be... These two, which is the Lone Ranger and uh, Sin City, a dame to kill for. Ah, uh, it's
0: oh, just the name alone. It just makes me so upset. <laughs> it's just, it's just so upsetting.
1: Dame, I, why don't we call ladies dames anymore?
0: I think we should. We should bring that back. Dame and broad.
1: <laughs> Make dame great again. <laughs>
0: I actually think it'd make uh, make uh, oh wait no that wouldn't work I was trying to like work it that it would be use broad instead and it would be ABBA because (laughs) but I wasn't I wasn't thinking the whole thing through that would have been good that would have been Um, fun that would be fun but yeah so this this week has been really interesting and i'm look to be fair let's t- take a positive spin on this and say mm-hmm. the f- fact that you have such good taste and and yeah. sort of movie prowess that these were the only yeah. things on your hard drive that were less than 50% on rotten tomatoes
1: i'm pretty sure there are probably others on there that weren't quite as good but mm-hmm. I, like yeah for the most part i deleted all the shit stuff and i kept like Excuse me, the really good stuff.
0: Yeah. Like so did you find what what sort of gems did you find on on the hard drive?
1: Oh man. I mean we have been going back through memory lane. We watched Euro Trip last night.
0: Oh my god. Deeply problematic. Oh my god.
1: But still kind yeah. of funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is such a you you just picture that movie and it's so much fun. That fucking uh, song
1: is so great. catchy.
0: It is. I and mean, it's fucking Matt Damon. It's Matt
1: Damon. Um, we watched, ooh, um, I'll, I'll, I actually want to talk about it more in the mini-sode, to be honest, like, okay. then I could talk about what <laughs> I watched this week.
0: <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's move on then. Let's yeah, move on because yeah, we yeah. can br- bring yeah. that out in the mini-sode. So, what are you drinking this week, Simone?
1: Chad, I am having alcohol. It is home brewed.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Is this the pineapple beer or is this the This is a ginger beer interesting
1: yeah uh rudy and i have gotten pretty handy at making ginger beer
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's pretty good i mean it's very cloudy because we okay. haven't been able to filter like all the yeasts and stuff out mm-hmm. but it's definitely got a distinctly alcoholic taste it's probably got some alcohol in it um i'm pretty <laughs> you know any poured in a storm
0: yeah, I mean, look, you guys have sort of risen to the challenge. This mm. is a really tough time because you can't get alcohol. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you've created three different types of alcohol during this time. Limoncello. No, um, limoncello we got beer, from a friend.
1: That, oh, yeah. okay. Sorry. Okay.
0: Look, it's, I mean, you got it from somewhere. If yeah. you didn't make it, you got it from someone. <laughs> so that's still impressive that they were willing to give up the alcohol for you. It goes to show that you're such a good friend.
1: This was before they announced that um, no alcohol would be sold during lockdown. With any luck, though, Uh, uh, it'll be sold next month.
0: Oh, sweet Jesus, I hope so. For your sake, I really do hope so.
1: I want a real drink so bad, Chad.
0: (laughs) And, like, this is not to say you're an alcoholic. For any of our listeners who are really worried about Simone, like, that's not the case. (laughs) Simone has been through the ringer. She needs alcohol. Like it's been a rough couple of weeks, just generally, and then specifically for Simone, it's been heck, heck, hecking crazy.
1: Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a unfun month, and I have yeah. not been able to just wind down with a cheeky glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you going to be one of those doomsday preppers after this is over where you just store, like, shit tons of wine?
1: Honestly, like, in my head the other day, I was like, okay, how much am I willing to spend on alcohol when I'm allowed to buy it again? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is my budget going to be? <laughs> and it was high.
0: <laughs> good. Good. That's not a bad thing, okay? You've you've been, like, I think a, a good storage of wine will be good for you, and mm. you need to catch up on all the times you couldn't wind down
1: exactly exactly i yeah. think my plan is to get like horrifically drunk pretty much immediately and then like go back to do normal it. after that
0: yeah i think that's fair like it, it sort of balances out through its extremes
1: yeah exactly exactly i just need yeah. to do some catching up then you know start fresh yeah
0: i think that's yeah. A good sort of yeah
1: what are you drinking yeah.
0: Um, I went back to Brasserie beer, which is that Belgian beer mm. I used to drink a little while ago, um, purely because it's dead cheap and, um, you know, they're just like adorable little bottles and, and I'm going to, this is the second one that I'm drinking now. So I'm just going to open it on air. Ooh. Oh, oh Jesus. That was oh, a God. fail and a half. It didn't <laughs> open fully the first time I tried and then it spilt everywhere. Oh immediately no,
1: afterwards. that was unsatisfying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is the name of my sex tape, Simone.
1: <laughs> oh!
0: <laughs> but it comes in at a cool four percent. I don't know how much yours would come
1: in at. Probably less than a properly brewed beer.
0: Right. Okay. So should we should we get Lone Ranger over with? Let's
1: then? get all two and a half hours of that movie out how the way. How is it so long? It's I don't so understand. Long
0: <laughs> it's Oh, okay. Well, my synopsis is not that long because... Okay, because
1: nothing really like,
0: happens. Nothing really happens, exactly. Okay, so here we go. Okay. Welcome to the Wild West. John Reed, played by Army Hammer, returns to his hometown in Texas as, a new, as the new district attorney. He is nervous to return home because his brother, played by James Badge Dale, who is the town sheriff, has married John's childhood sweetheart, Rebecca, played by Ruth Wilson. While riding on the newly built train, John notices that some cowboys are riding up alongside it. See, this train is also carrying Butch B- Butch Cavendish, played by William Fitchner. Butch is an outlaw, responsible for the deaths of hundreds of people. He has been taken to Texas to answer for his crimes and be hanged. Those cowboys are Butch's crew and they have come to take him off the train. Butch is being held there uh, held in another train car with another prisoner called Tonto, played by Johnny Depp. Tonto's only crime is being Indian. Red, Native American. John goes to make sure that Butch is secured, but a scuffle breaks out and Butch rides away safely with his crew. John, being a man of the law, decides to rearrest Tonto and throws him in jail once they arrive back in Texas. Tonto is very pissed off with John because Tonto was about to kill Butch during the scuffle, but uh, because Butch killed Tonto's entire tribe. Once they arrive in Texas, John meets up with his brother and they, with the help of the other rangers, decide to go out and hunt down Butch. Unfortunately, they are betrayed by one of their people and are led into an ambush. John's uh, brother dies as Butch literally rips his heart out. Tonto and uh, John join forces, though for the majority of the film, their relationship is one of reluctance. They still get shit done, though. While on their mission to hunt down and kill Butch, they learn that the Native Americans have attacked the white settlements and thus broken the treaties between the whites and the Native Americans. This will lead to an all-out war. However, John and Tonto realise that it wasn't the Native Americans, but rather Butch's men. Uh, The reason they are doing this is purely because if the Americans and the white settlers fight, it is more than likely that the whites will win, purely because they have bigger guns, and this will mean that the railway company can go into Native territory and take over. Uh, They try to tell the guy who runs the railroad company so that they can stop this war, but it turns out that that guy, uh, whose name is Cole, played by Tom Wilkinson, is actually Butch's brother, and he and Butch orchestrated this whole thing in order to steal all the silver from the river basin. In a high-stakes, fast-paced train robbery, John and Tonto are able to defeat Cole and Butch, killing both men and returning all the silver back to the river. John decides that the outlaw life is better for him, seeing as justice has never actually proved positive results in the past and he now dubs himself the Lone Ranger. The end.
1: Ba-ba-da-da, what's your cliffhanger?
0: It has to be this one.
1: If you are going to sneak up on an Indian, best to do it downwind. Why are you talking that horse? My grandfather spoke of a time when animals could speak. When you get them alone, some still do.
0: And it's quite literally anything that Johnny Depp say it says, because I want to talk about this straight away.
1: Oh boy. (laughs) Let's do it. So
0: let's let's get into it. So Simone, the best analogy I have for this is that it is his performance as a Native American is more problematic than anything that happened in Zombies 2 in relation to the Native Americans.
1: You know, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) you know, I've got to (laughs) agree.
0: Who thought that this would be a good idea?
1: <laughs> I am baffled by every decision around this. I'm baffled by like the <laughs> fact that they were able to find actual Native American actors for every other role in this movie, including a young Tonto. <laughs> but they were like, no, we'll definitely cast Johnny Depp as one of the more iconic Native American characters in uh, movie history. Um, and then they were like, not only that, but we'll make him uh really like an, more of an other by making him slightly insane and Jack Sparrow-y, because that's
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, it's just Johnny
1: Depp's thing. Like, it's just so wildly unfortunate and Oh man, it is rough.
0: <laughs> yeah, like when I when I first heard that they were gonna do a Lone Ranger movie. Like, I wasn't, like, overly perturbed, like, I don't like Johnny Depp on a normal, a normal day, but, like, I I didn't even think of it, it was more like, oh, I just hate Johnny Depp, and then watching it now, and I was just like, holy shit, this is, this is really problematic, and it just, it hurts to watch, it really, really does hurt to watch, um, you know especially given the time i mean i'm having a look now just just under interest and the original tonto from what i can tell from the um which which film was it it's from the uh from the 1956 film he was native american yeah. so what they've done is they've taken one of the very few movies that didn't whitewash and then whitewashed yeah. it it's yeah. amazing
1: and then like managed to center the whole story not even really around like like it's kind of like oh yeah white men exploited native americans but can this guy hook up with his dead brother's sis- his dead brother's <laughs> wife or like
0: <laughs> yeah cuz that is weirdly a big thing in this movie it's oh, just yeah. like
1: this white woman's virtue is all we need to worry about <laughs>
0: yeah especially yeah she was the damsel in the distress this this was what the movie was essentially about because cole kept trying to like take her everybody kept
1: trying to (laughs) (laughs) it was very upsetting apparently she was the only woman in the west besides all the sex workers (laughs)
0: Yeah, and and do you think what happened as well, just thinking about it now, is because they obviously got Johnny Depp and they were like, Right, this is Disney, you're Johnny Depp, so you have to do a, a Jack Sparrow thing. What else is a Disney film with Johnny Depp? Oh right, of course. Helena Bottom Carter, she has to be in this.
1: Yeah. To be fair, she was one of the few characters I kinda liked.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She had some good bits, I won't yeah. lie. Like she was super fun. Um and I loved her leg. Oh, that whole so scene. Fun. Yeah, that whole scene with the um with the captain of the yeah. of the of the US Army and and her leg. That was so funny.
1: Super great. That look, like, yeah. this movie had like little tiny moments where you're like, "Okay, like that's that's pretty fun." And then the rest is mm. just like this somehow really boring. Like and it's all stuff that should be interesting. It's train chases mm-hmm. and fights on train lots of train stuff to be honest yeah <laughs> you know, and gun battles and like all the little, yeah. you know, Western stuff that you could want, but you spend the whole time just like, Oh my God,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I checked the time on this film, like to see how far yeah. it was, like' a, like a co- good couple of times, yeah. and it just it just wouldn't move along. It was just exhausting. It was like it was like watching a movie through treacle. It was just yeah. so hard to power through, yeah, how do we feel about Army Hammer?
1: I generally... Mm, excuse me. I generally really like Army Hammer purely because he's in Man from Uncle, which is one of my favorite movies, and he's so good <laughs> in that. But he was just a very watery character in this. Like, mm. he's like, a dude, he's like, no, yeah. we should worry about the letter of the law and let the law handle this, which is like, ugh, boring in an Old West situation. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, he's kind of useless the whole way through, but then he's not useless, but like, he keeps struggling to kill the bad guy, and you're like, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> Just end it.
0: Yeah, it's it's really infuriating. And I I I mean he's he's I love Army Hammett, like you said, like I think this is obviously was his attempt to make it big. I mean, he does such great roles and they're all very minor roles, and this was obviously his his sort of trying to jump into the into the main light because for all intents and purposes, like he's a great actor, he's very handsome.
1: Oh man. So tall. And and
0: so and so tall. And so by that logic, he should be in a position of, of, you know, stardom. Like, he should be an A-lister. But he just keeps choosing bad movies.
1: Oh, oh man. He... I think it's gotten better for him now. Like, he's been in a couple mm-hmm. of really good movies lately. But mm-hmm. this was, I think... Do you think he was, like, in some sort of contractual hell? And they were like, <laughs> listen, if you want to do something good, you've got to do this first. If you want to be in Man yeah. From U.N.C.L.E. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, seeing as, like, Disney controls everything, like, mm-hmm. he probably he probably had to do this to, to yeah. get any doors open yeah. to him.
1: And who among us hasn't had to do a, jo- a mildly humiliating job to get ahead? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's just paying his dues, yeah. and hopefully after this we'll see him do more stuff like Man yeah. From U.N.C.L.E. Um, because, yeah, like, like you said, very watered down in this, and it just didn't make sense for the Lone Ranger character, especially, yeah. like... With an origin story. There's no character arc really. It's yeah. it's more the Tonto story. And Tonto is just so horrific. Oh, like you could barely watch him.
1: Well, okay, so here you go. What did you like about this
0: movie? <laughs> the horse.
1: The horse was fantastic.
0: The horse was fantastic. Like as you as you're probably aware, Simone, and and maybe our, our listeners don't know this, but I hate horses a lot. <laughs> Like, cannot stand them. I think all horses should be made into glue or oh food. Oh my god. They should not be used Whoa. for anything else. Yeah, yeah. I have very strong feelings about horses. Um, and so it means a lot that I'm saying that the horse was one of the best things in this movie. Right. Um, but yeah, like, I enjoyed the horse. I enjoyed Helen Bottom Carter. I enjoyed, like... The little kid who old Tonto was telling the story to, he was kind of adorable, but it was also, like, a really weird vehicle to tell the story through. It was
1: completely pointless.
0: Yeah, it was It was literally the vehicle, and it was, yeah. like, the most pointless thing ever. I think Johnny Makeup's uh, makeup was
1: good. I, I liked the taxidermied crow. That was kind of yeah. fun.
0: Yeah. But what, sad, what else? the origin I... story... Oh this that that was heartbreaking, yeah. yeah, what did you think of the bad guy?
1: very scary well acted mm. uh good mm. bad guy um I didn't really understand that they were trying to like introduce like some sort of mystical element to it where they were like, oh, he's a wendigo um a nature <laughs> yeah. <out of> balance <laughs> that was weird, um and ultimately came to nothing, yeah, but you're right, you know the makeup was good. <laughs> <laughs> the scenery gorgeous
0: exactly do you think they did do, do, do you think they filmed on on site because it must have been hot
1: you know what I bet they did can I a little anecdote my one yes. moment in the sun as an extra in a, a commercial because in Cape Town like they're always filming commercials and stuff so I was like oh I'll make some oh, yeah easy money I'll work as an extra um it was for some French biscuit company but it was like a period thing so all the ladies had oh, to wear cool. these thick dresses um w- you know like down to your wrists up to your neck the- <laughs> and the day of filming <laughs> it was 32 degrees
0: oh no celsius oh no no unacceptable uh, that's, it was so, that's hot, so hot and we
1: were in these thick ass dresses like it was to the point where like as the costume people were zipping me in they were apologizing all the oh. makeup that they put on me just sweated off. Half the people on the shoot were just running back and forth getting ice water for everybody. <laughs> That's so crazy. I hope for the actors' sake that, like, it wasn't in the full desert heat that they mm. were filming.
0: Yeah, because can you imagine? That's going to be
1: Hell awful. Like, I can't yeah. emphasize enough. I'm pretty sure they must have burned the dress I was wearing afterwards because it was... <laughs> just the sweat. Damn. <laughs>
0: That's so tough. That is really, really tough. Like, you know, a- extras really don't get the recognition Mm-mm. they deserve because they are the people who, like, stand for hours yeah. in the uncomfortable dresses for, like, five minutes of scene and then yeah. have to wait again for hours and hours and yeah. then go back and, oh, no, it's For exhausting. an ad they probably won't yeah. use <laughs> Yeah, exactly. To be fair, it is actually pay. a really
1: sweet deal if you've got time to kill or, like, you mm-hmm. like to read. Because you just, like, sit around and if it's not too hot, like, you're just sitting around in costume reading and you have to get free food. So, like... Yeah, exactly. And then you get paid for it. Like, it's actually a pretty sweet gig if you've got the time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I completely agree. If you've got the time. Yeah. Um, I remember when I first came to the UK and I wanted to be an actor... I uh, I was an an extra on a Bollywood film, and like the amount of curry we got over like two days was just amazing, and like proper like Indian curry, it was so good.
1: Oh my god, luxury!
0: Yeah, that was the dream. That was the dream. Um, But the bad guy in this one, Butch Cassidy, or whatever his name is, not Butch Cassidy, (laughs) But whatever.
1: Butch Cassidy. Butch Cassidy. (laughs)
0: Butch Cavendish, there you go. Um, he was in a film that we have recently done. Do you recognize him from that film? I will uh, tell you, it was within the last three weeks that we did this film. Oh this film. my
1: god, because I know his face. He's got the cheekbones and he... Uh-huh. Mm, what movies did we even do?
0: <laughs> I'll give you the week. I'll give okay. you the week. It was uh, Christian Bale week.
1: He was in equilibrium. He was one of the... Good police cleric people
0: No, no, Fuck. he was he was the he was the guy who um was like the leader of the the feeling people.
1: Ah, damn it.
0: But you were close. Like you still got equilibrium, so that's ace. Yeah.
1: You had to help me <laughs> like 95% of the way. So
0: And to be fair, in in this film, like, dude had makeup and everything. Like, his his lip, his busted lip was crazy scary. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I will say the makeup and costumes and sets and stuff Mm -hmm. on this movie were beautiful. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, visually, it was, like, a super, super fun movie. The fight choreography Mm -hmm. was really good.
0: Really good,
1: yeah. It was just, like, the script and storyline and the casting... Um <laughs> that made it hard to keep watching.
0: Do you think on set it was uncomfortable with <laughs> all the actual Native Americans and then Johnny Depp doing his thing of being like really stereotypically racist?
1: I'm pretty sure it didn't matter because Johnny Depp was probably drunk on about five bottles of wine at any given point.
0: <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, he probably did not give a shit about the I don't think he remembers Native making Americans. it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That guy is a is a mess. What can you do? So tell me, what's your what's your scene that could have saved it?
1: God, I think they could have cut out about fifty percent of the scenes in this movie.
0: <laughs> Making it a decently long film, and yeah, not just like, ridiculous. I don't think they
1: needed the whole B plot with the his brother's wife. Running around. They didn't really need her there at all. Like, they don't even get together at the end. They kiss. And then he's like, Yeah, I'm going to go off and be the Lone Ranger. And she's like, Fair enough. Yeah. I'll wait around. And you're like, Well, what was the point of the two and a <laughs> half hours of setup? <laughs>
0: It's so true, and it's so frustrating. I mean, literally, the longest film in the world, just for them not to hook up, and that yeah. be the central story. I don't understand.
1: Yeah, it was, like, like just take that out. Like, just make it so that mm-hmm. he feels for Tonto for two fucking seconds and decides to help him, and then, yeah. you know, recast Tonto.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that is the biggest sort of scene that could have saved it of all time, is, you know, don't recast Tonto. Uh, I mean, that's... It goes back to, like, that early, like, joke from, I think it was, like, last year, where Scarlett Johansson was going to play um, Oh, she was in Ghost Rosa in a Shell. Yeah, she was in Ghost of a Shell, but then there was, like, all the jokes about her being, like, Rosa Parks in the, <laughs> in the Rosa Parks story. And, I mean, I wouldn't put it past Hollywood after this yeah. nonsense that's just happened with this fucking film.
1: Wasn't there, like, there was, like... They, It got leaked somewhere that, like, ages ago, like, 10, 20 years ago, there were talks to have, like, Julia Roberts play Harriet Tubman.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> just, just don't. And, like, they ended
1: up not going through <laughs> with it for, like, some really arb reason.
0: Oh. Oh, this, you know. Can you imagine? It, uh, it would have killed her career, like, without a yeah. doubt. That would have destroyed her career. Or,
1: even sadder, it wouldn't have.
0: Yeah, yeah. Either look, either reality is is not a reality you want to live in. No. So thank goodness it didn't it didn't go through because that's awful. That is awful. In
1: my heart, I'd like to believe that they pitched it to Julia Roberts and she was like, um, <laughs> but no.
0: <laughs> you you know I'm white, right? Yeah. Like you know that you're like, aware. I'm very of Very white. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in all three oceans films. That's how white <laughs> I am. <laughs> Uh, um, so my scene that could have saved it would have been a much stronger arc for our boy uh, John John Reacher or whatever it is, fuck it, John Reed um, the yeah. Lone Ranger, because like I get that he's like a man of the law and he's reluctant to do bad things, but then there should be a progression instead of just sort of like, oh I just I, I want to be a man of the law, I want to be a man of the law, and then in the last five seconds he's like mm, nah, actually I won't yeah it would have made more sense if like, you know, he saw his brother die and then yeah. he was like, okay, this is pretty yeah. fucked up. There was no justice. And then sort of, oh, actually, you know, like in that scene where, um, uh, you know, in, 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 uh, point break where he like goes to shoot him, but then shoots the air like yeah. something like that, that could have worked. <laughs> that would have been so much better.
1: Yeah. That would have been honestly an improvement. Cause like that dude just ended up being a wet blanket for like 90% yeah. of the film. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Exactly. Even when he killed the only two people that he killed in this film. Yeah. Like, it was through, like, an accident with the bullet. So, oh my god, yeah. So, I mean... Uh, that Look, that scene was really fun. Like, I enjoyed that barn sure. scene. But, shit. Outrageous. Well, would you watch it again? No. No, absolutely y- as not. As you know, two I'm and a, half hours. a
1: huge fan of westerns. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, and this was particularly hard to watch.
0: Yeah. I mean, westerns are traditionally long, but this just yeah. felt really long.
1: Yeah, that's the thing.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, I agree with you. Completely give this one a skip. If mm. y'all haven't seen it out there, don't watch it. It's not worth your time. No. Really. Yeah. No. Watch, watch the original one with an actual Native American person yeah. as Tonto.
1: Or just support Native American actors in general where you can.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: Have you ever wondered how deep the Elder Scrolls lore rabbit
0: hole goes? Have you got a grasp of the basics and want to find out more about the universe? Written in Uncertainty is here to help you. We'll be mixing in philosophy, theology and whatever other theory is useful with Elder Scrolls texts to untangle some of the biggest questions in the series like what are Dragon Breaks, how does Chim work, where did the Dwemer go and more. Check us out at writteninuncertainty.com or find Written in Uncertainty on
1: any podcatcher. Thanks for listening and catch you later in the Grey Maybe of Tamriel.
0: Hey, Simone, you're a huge nerd, aren't you?
1: I guess I am. I'd like to think so.
0: So what if I told you there was a place, right? Now, Mm -hmm. just expand your mind. Now, we're in the 21st century. Things are crazy. Mm. There's this magical thing called the internet, right? Oh. What if I told you there's a place on this magical web, this worldwide web, (laughs) where you can get all the things you love about the nerdy pop culture stuff that you enjoy the most in sort of a box. One could call it a crate, even. Oh. Uh, And all you have to do is, in exchange for money, you give them Money, and they send you a box of all your favourite pop culture stuff every month. What would you say to that?
1: You mean that I don't have to go and shop for individual memorabilia items and waste my whole weekend?
0: Not at all. They will do this for you. This company, this magical place that creates this crate of loot, a loot crate even, (laughs) uh, will package all the items for you and send them to your door in exchange for money. How magical is that?
1: That sounds too magical.
0: And what if I added to the deal? What if I were a proper salesman and I said to you, if you entered a special code, you could get 15% off on any of these loot crates that you so wished?
1: Well I'd have to know what this code is.
0: Right. So this is not just for you, this is not just a secret between you and me, this is for our listeners as well. If you go to Loot Crate, following the link in all of our show notes on any episode, and type in the code ROBOTSRADIO, you'll get 15% off any of your purchases. 50% off all your loot crates. All you have to do is go to the code in our show notes, enter the code ROBOTSRADIO, and you'll get that 15% off.
1: That sounds amazing. Guys, why don't you click that link right now so that they know we sent you?
0: So guys, go to that link, enter that code. Thank you. Goodbye.
1: We love you. Bye. (laughs) Bye.
0: So, shall we talk about Sin City, a dame to kill for? A
1: dame to fucking kill for. Let's go!
0: I wish we had, like, some sexy jazz music under this (laughs) and then we were both smoking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so I could just cough the whole time? (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna try and get this all together. Okay. So... Basically, this movie follows three different storylines. So the first one is called The Long Bad Night. It stars Johnny, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Johnny is, like, this cool new dude in Sin City. He shows up at the bar where Nancy dances, um, meets a nice sex worker yeah he's got supernaturally good luck he wins a couple of the slot machines on the side and buys himself entrance into the private poker room at the back where he decides to start playing against senator rourke and his constituents senator rourke played by powers booth because of his magical gambling powers he beats senator rourke soundly and wins a fuck ton of money he's advised to get the hell out of town while he still can but instead he decides he's gonna party on the town He eventually gets tracked down by Senator Rourke, who tells him in no uncertain terms that he does not like that this guy won, and he intends to destroy (laughs) him. So he breaks all of the fingers on Johnny's left hand, and he shoots him in the leg. Uh, He also tells Johnny that he does know that Johnny is one of his illegitimate children, and he does not care. (laughs) Johnny is understandably very upset. He then tracks down a doctor, played... Dr. Cronig played by Christopher Lloyd. Christopher is a... Lloyd. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. Christopher <laughs> Lloyd, aka Doc Brown. <laughs> he is very drunk, but he sets his he sets Johnny's fingers and sends him on his way. Johnny also runs into a very kind waitress played by Lady Gaga who gives him a bit of money. He uses this money to start winning back all this all the money he lost and he shows up to the second night of poker. <laughs> he he then faces Senator Rourke again and he just says yeah I beat you again I beat you forever all of your friends are going to say that they won't tell anyone but they're going to talk about it and everybody's going to know and then he gets shot in the forehead and that is the end of that scene okay <laughs> the next story that we follow is A Dame to Kill For which is kind of a prequel to the first Sin City uh, it follows mm-hmm. Dwight who is in the Sin City movie but played by someone different so this is before Dwight's face changed and now he's played by Josh Brolin one night Dwight is contacted by an ex-girlfriend, Ava, Ava Lord, played by Eva Green. She tells him that she misses him, she just wants him back and she tells him not to forget her and basically implies that something horrible is going to happen to her. He tells her to get lost, but then sort of repents, comes back, they have so much sex. <laughs> oh, so much sex. In various lighting. And she tells him that her bodyguard/ prisoner or prison handler Manute played by Dennis Haysbert uh, is actually like a master of torture and he tortures her every night at the instruction of her husband and it's horrible so naturally Dwight enlists the help of Marv played by Mickey Rourke to attack Manute and kill the husband they do that (laughs) And then it turns out that Ava was just using Dwight because he's a big, dumb dummy who belie- will believe anything from women that he has sex with.
0: Amen to that, She's brother. like, this is
1: amazing because now like, I have my husband's entire fortune. It's great. Um, she shoots Dwight a bunch. He manages to survive. Uh, and he's helped by the sex workers in, what's it called? Downtown? Uptown? Down- Uptown.
0: Uh, yeah, d- uh, Old Town. Old Town. Old Town. town.
1: The sex workers of Old Town, including the beautiful Rosario Dawson. Hell yeah. He decides that he's going to get revenge on Ava, and he gets help from a bunch of the other sex workers. There's a huge fight. It turns out that, like, uh, Manute actually maybe wants to help, but no, he also thinks that she's some sort of goddess. They fight. He kills Ava. End scene. <laughs> The final storyline is Nancy's last dance. We follow Nancy, who you met in the, played by Jessica Alba, who you met in the first movie. She was the one who was saved by Detective Josh Hardigan, played by Bruce Willis. Hardigan is now a ghost that watches Nancy and basically affects nothing at all besides being really sad. <laughs> Nancy it's is Bruce bitter in a film. and full of rage, but can't just get the courage to shoot senator rourke even though he plays poker in the bar she dances in every saturday night eventually she kind of loses her mind cuts up her face and convinces marv again played by mickey rourke to help her go after senator rourke it's this whole st- self-destructive war path but eventually she gets there she shoots senator rourke rendering the storyline with johnny completely pointless <laughs> and she says this is for Hardigan, again you motherfucker and the end
0: oh well look well done and what is your scene that could have saved us
1: you mean my clip hanger
0: oh sorry yes i meant your clip hanger i don't know where my (laughs) brain was there
1: um it's gonna be this one
0: see i told you i never lose i beat you twice that means i'm better than you are and everybody knows it because i beat you again every time somebody tells that story and they'll all say that they won't tell it but they will that's a story that'll be told again and again until you're dead, and long after you're dead,
1: I'll beat you forever. And again, I love it because, like, it's immediately rendered pointless by the following scene where Senator Wart mm-hmm. gets killed. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like,
1: like, it was kind of poignant on its own, because it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, this is the guy who, like, took down, t- took the center down a peg and maybe, like, ruined his reputation. It's like a slow burn thing. Like, maybe he, it, it mm-hmm. ruins at his power base or whatever. Yeah, you know, exactly. The dude gets shot. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean the whole point of him coming and doing that is that people will talk and he will like assumedly lose yeah. his power and all that shit. But then it's just like, nah, nah, we'll yeah. just we'll just end it right here. So your death was for nothing, essentially.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like that I think that was the problem with this movie in general was mm-hmm. that like the first movie worked because it was a lot of different storylines, but they all sort of came together in the end into yeah. like one huge, very satisfying ending. Whereas mm, here it's three mm. very different storylines that don't super come together at all. Yeah,
0: like they um, don't and really make contradict sense. each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like one hundred percent. Like I remember thinking when I was watching this like halfway through, I was just thinking, when is Jordan? Uh, yeah, Lovett gonna come yeah. back. Whatever his name is, like, yeah, I can never remember it. his name. I'm so bad at his name. <laughs> Love it, man. Uh, when is he coming back again? Because his story was so brief in the beginning and then he like yeah. got his hands broken and then it was just like, No, nah, we're not gonna see him. Let's just have Mickey Rock do some stuff for like yeah. the next hour and then we'll come back to him. Like, yeah, there were just there was just no tie-in. It wasn't clever and yeah. I think it was just it what made the first one really good in my opinion, and, and I don't know how you feel about it, what made it really good was obviously the stories tying in together plus the cool theme of, like, the black and white and the use of colour. This one seemed to think that the reason the first one was successful was the black and white and the colour. Yeah. Like, and so it just completely scrapped the story for that motif.
1: Yeah. And in all fairness, there were some shots from this that were really beautiful. Yes. Like, really gorgeous cinematography, really interesting shots. I'm not going to take that away from them. (laughs) No, no. And it's the same directors. I mean, it's Robert Rodriguez and Frank Miller, like, two yeah. very accomplished directors and artists.
0: Absolutely. But they're not writers, and they should have realized that the writers had completely botched this one.
1: They they picked a bunch of storylines that didn't add up. Oh, and... Okay. Here we go. <laughs> so, obviously, it's based on, like, noir detective themes, which mm-hmm. traditionally aren't very kind about women. No. <laughs> <laughs> and the You're first City movie arguably was not that great about women. No. But at least, like, there, like, Nancy had, like, a lot of heart for a dancer, you know? Like, she was mm-hmm. actually quite a tough person who faced a lot. And, yeah. like... Even, like, some of the the other sex workers and stuff, like, they were really cool. Like, there were some really solid female characters in there. And then in this one, I guess the theme was just, like, ah, uh, women, want you to kill people for them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, I think they took the name, they were just like, yeah. all right, what's, what's the name of this? Okay, so we'll have to fit the entire theme into this really dumb name that we've got. Plus, we'll have to include the name in the actual film, which, yeah. again, super shoehorned in, and ah, it made me really happy. Ah, the name of the movie! <laughs> it, was, it was like in... Um, which was the Bond film that they forced it in as well a that we watched for a this kill. podcast? Oh, yeah. What a view to a kill. And it felt like the same thing here. Where it was like, oh, she's such a dame to die for. <laughs> or to kill for. And it was like, fucking, okay, Shut this up. is what we're doing. Fine. Oh, uh, like... it was, Yeah.
1: It Like all of the women in this are like really mean and manipulative and it paints like oh these poor <laughs> men just like being manipulated by these women and it's like but all of yeah. the protagonists in this are objectively horrible people like Dwight yeah. kills people without thinking about it so does Marv. <laughs> Like both of them are horrible mass murderers who don't give a shit about people. Marv just beats up a bunch of frat boys because they're (laughs) assholes at the beginning. But like, God forbid that Ava Green uses her sexuality to accomplish something. Or that she's like Yeah, you're a big dum dum because I slept with you and then you believed (laughs) everything I said, even though you know that I'm evil. Like (laughs) Yeah. But she's the bad guy. <laughs>
0: but she's the bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, the movie was trying to prove something, and it was trying to prove, like, oh, you know who it's really tough for right now? White men. Yeah, exactly. It's so hard to be white men right now. And
1: then, like, Nancy's <laughs> going through a time with alcoholism and, like, yeah, really shit. struggling with her mental health, but it's all about how hard it is for Hardigan's ghost.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Holy <laughs> shits. No, it is, it is very upsetting, especially because, like, if you want to spin it, you can say, you can almost say that, you know, the women in noir detective, uh, sort of, uh, themed yeah. things are, like, these very powerful women, and that's yeah. why, sort of, the men are scared of them, they're intimidated, yeah, but that's a whole sexuality. other thing, the intimidation, yeah, yeah. But the women in themselves have a lot of power. Here it was just like that one's a bitch, that one's yeah. an alcoholic, and that one sucks. And vaginas like, there was nothing are magic. to them. Yeah, and v- vaginas are look, Simone, Simone, and this is a PSA for everyone. Vaginas are magic.
1: I, <laughs> I don't think that's true.
0: <laughs> okay, fine. Maybe maybe the more the adjectival way of saying it would be better. V- vaginas are magical. <laughs>
1: If you say so. As the owner of one, I can't see the appeal, <laughs> but sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's the amazing thing about sexuality. It's all... It's it's a microcosm of, of madness. <laughs> which is the name of our shared uh, novel that we're writing.
1: Microcosm of madness. That sounds like a really fun video game.
0: It actually would. I can imagine it would be, actually. Mm. That would be pretty cool. I could be about that. Um. So what did you actually like about it, though?
1: I loved ava green in this i thought she was mm-hmm. spectacular her character mm-hmm. was just so great like when she's talking to the cop at uh, yes this poor fucking cop. <laughs> like
0: oh he gets you're a supposed to think that
1: she's really evil and manipulative but like the yeah. men in this are so dumb they're like yeah, the exactly. biggest dumb dumbs <laughs>
0: Like, dude is investigating her and it's just like, oh well, we slept together, so I have to believe her and I'm completely yeah. in love. Like, no wonder you're gonna take advantage. Anyone would.
1: She's like actively talking to him about her supposed sexual assault, and he's like, Ah, now's the time to have sex with her. She's okay yeah. with it. Like
0: <laughs> It's it's oh, ridiculous.
1: How dumb just... are you?
0: <laughs> Just don't do it, guy. Just stop. You're and a she's just officer. like,
1: she's so stunningly gorgeous. She's so mm-hmm. cool. Like I really liked her the whole time.
0: Yeah, she was awesome. Like it should have been a movie more about her than about yeah. like how much of a shit she was. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, we're not, like, celebrating the fact no. that she murdered her husband. No, of course but not. But it's just really lame the way they, like, depicted her as, like, yeah. this evil human. Oh,
1: and all these poor men who <laughs> couldn't...
0: Yeah. Couldn't...
1: <laughs> men we were so sad that she lied. Themselves.
0: Yeah, men just can't control themselves. It's the woman's fault. Yeah,
1: exactly. Oh.
0: Fucking hell.
1: <laughs> and they even like, even Rosario Dawson's character Gail, he's such a badass in the mm-hmm. first movie. It's just yeah. kind of like a fun sidekick now. She's like, no, don't hurt Dwight. I quite like him. And it's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, her whole thing is like pain, so I'm sure she'd let them get like a little bit in, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, no, we're just going to reduce her to mm-hmm. nothing because she's a woman and this is not a woman's film.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Outrageous.
0: I did enjoy the music. Yes. Um I always love a bit of jazz in 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 films <laughs> like this they're always good fun um and like you said right in the beginning like the shots are incredible like the use of color and the use of black and white is just it like it's yeah. just fun Beautiful. to watch you know it's you know it may not win any awards for being like spectacular like, s- cinematography of the kings but it's still just so fun to watch and yeah. just enjoy that visual element of of the changing colors and what they choose to colorize and what they choose to to keep black and white and it's yeah. just great yeah yeah so would you what's your what's your scene that could have saved this if there was a single scene
1: i guess i would have liked something sort of trying to tie some mm. of these plot lines together or, like, explain oh, why yeah. all three of them were supposed to be in the same movie, like, just to build up to a satisfying conclusion. I understand the three of them were in the same movie because, like, it was a dame to kill for. Yeah. But, like, <clears throat> it's just, like, by the end you're, like, okay?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like... <gasps> What was the point of that sitting through that hour and a half? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just
1: sort of like something to make it all more cohesive, to make, like, if Joseph Gordon-Levitt's mm-hmm. going to die, he was a pretty likable character, actually. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. wish that his death had maybe had a bit more meaning, but it had no meaning at all. hmm Like, it, it could have been better.
0: Yeah. Like, it just needed to be a bit slicker and, like, had taken... Yeah, taking some of the the lessons learned from mm. from the first one, and just like apply them to this because this technically could have been really good. The three stories intrinsically are mm. very interesting, but they're just their conclusions are hogwash, and yeah. and they just need to to you know be like you said tightened up. I completely agree, and I think that would be my scene as well that would have saved it. Mm. Just because like there's no individual scene that would have made this any better. Like there's nothing no. you can say about any one of the stories. Yeah, maybe make it like a a female syndicate ring of like (laughs) underground cool, sort of like Hell's Kitchen, like where Eva Green's character and Jessica Alba's character are like in it together. That would have been kind of fun. Yeah, that could be fun. So, would you watch it again?
1: No, this is the second time I've watched it, and that was plenty. Yeah. Look, I think if you enjoyed the first movie, like you could still get some enjoyment out of this one. Mm hmm. But you only need to watch it once. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, you really do. I think the problem with it, like, and I think this is what takes it away, is just, like, the lines make no sense. They're so noir that they don't actually fit anywhere. And so it's just boring. Where the first one, it kind of makes sense. There's, like, lots more to it.
1: Yeah, it's a a bit much in this movie. Like, somehow in the first Sin City, all, like, the silly, like, melodrama of noir detective was, like, kind of fun. And in this one, you're just like, Jesus!
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. I think it would actually. Do you know what would be really fun is watching Sin City the original again, Mm. and watching the what's his name, the Spirit.
1: Ugh, God!
0: How dare you! It was a terrible film. Oh, you are a horrible person. (laughs) This is why. This is why dames are such have such bad reps. (laughs) Ah, dames. Ah, you're such a dame with your legs up to your waist.
1: Your legs down to the floor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and eyes that looked out from her face. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for this week, Simone. It's been real weird, but yeah. I'm so glad that these movies were on your hard drive. Like, <laughs> what What magical times.
1: <laughs> Goodness.
0: So, with all all things permitting for yeah. uh for next week shall we do what we said we were gonna yeah, do we'll and do the do our the horror, movies? horror
1: movie week yes just to remind okay. people what those movies are
0: yes uh so we will be doing the prodigy which got 43 percent and countdown which got 23 percent um and and yeah it will be fun to go back to horror and actually do it this week it'll be good fun all all things permitting of course
1: okay <laughs> well, <laughs> all things permitting
0: all things permitting. So, do you have an optimistic thing that's happened for this week, Simone?
1: Um, y- yes. Uh, So, I was in a bit of a funk earlier this month and mm-hmm. sort of pulled Rudy down with me. And then this yeah. weekend, we looked around us and we were like, oh my god, our whole house is disgusting. <laughs> like, it's just been living in filth. So, right. we got our shit together yesterday and, like, it didn't even take long. <laughs> we just spent, like, a couple of hours just cleaning up and uh wiping surfaces and i feel Mm -hmm. like a new a new woman like amazing it's so fresh it's so comfortable (laughs) oh that's so
0: wonderful i'm so glad
1: yeah so just a nice clean living space
0: it's 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 quite strange how much of a difference that actually makes right like you don't think about it until you've actually cleaned it and you're like holy shit i feel amazing
1: yeah yeah i was just like strolling through the house like wow there's so much space (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sneezing all the time
0: <laughs> oh that's good I'm glad and are you feeling a lot, a bit more positive a oh bit more
1: yeah I'm fine a, I'm very good zen head-to-face. about the situation right now it's just I've gotta mm-hmm. wait it out um baking a lot
0: good baking mm. baking I saw a really good meme the other day it was just like uh, or maybe you told me about it I can't remember okay. you might have mentioned it I mean, it was just like um Our our generation is so bad at just keeping about wanting to just like look inwards and and sort of help themselves and do some (laughs) self self care that they're just like the moment they get to do nothing they're just like nah fuck it I'm gonna learn to bake everything.
1: (laughs) It's true though. There was like that one weekend where somehow everybody was making banana bread.
0: Yeah, it's so true, and I mean it goes back to what we've said on this podcast where we have to be listening to something at all times because we cannot let the demons in.
1: Cannot let the thoughts (laughs) (laughs) in. That's like the one thing I've splurged on with like my limited internet is like, I'm still listening to podcasts because I can't <laughs> deal with the silence.
0: <laughs> no, the silence, the silence is worse than anything. You can't let it in. You can't do it. It's the void. You just got to avoid it. Oh, Jesus. Um. So I think you know what my, my, yes. my optimistic thing of the week is. Yes. Simone, I finished exams. Woo! I am done. Bah, bah, bah. I... I'm, I'm almost 100% certain that I've passed, which means that I have got my graduate diploma in law, which Yay! means that I'm about halfway to becoming a lawyer. So, Yay! you know what? Steps up. I'm happy. It's been great. I'm so Look happy that you. I finished my exams. Don't have to study like a crazy person anymore. And we can just enjoy life for
1: and what it is. And you have worked is. so hard. Like, you've been working so hard consistently for, like, the last two, three years
0: yeah. It'll be it'll be nice to take a bit of a break. Like yeah,
1: well deserved. Yeah,
0: yeah. The next the next course that I have to take, the earliest I can do is September next year, so I've got like a decent time to just like nice. chill and, and be human. You nice. Know? So that would be Uh, nice. when
1: I can buy alcohol again, shall we do a little party live stream?
0: Yeah, let's do a party live stream. We'll so that'll drinking be so much games. fun. We
1: can hang out. Yeah. We can do some we can, movie we trivia.
0: Can, we can do the Roxanne thing. Yeah yeah we can we can find a law- based movie that's awful I mean they all are
1: i I really hate law procedurals <laughs> no offense
0: <laughs> no no I completely understand for someone who doesn't like the like I can I can see why it would put people off yeah. Um, yeah it it can be hella boring distinctly
1: remember I used to read a lot of books about serial killers because I was a creepy Uh child and I found Mm -hmm. one that was like kind of good except like the first half was like yeah yeah like murdered a bunch of women and got caught and then the second half was all like anyway these are the court proceedings and this was very interesting (laughs) because they couldn't claim this but they did claim on this and I was like ugh
0: They've completely missed the mark of why people listen to the The moment and they get crime. caught,
1: I'm like, okay, I'm bored now.
0: <laughs> I don't know how we're best friends. It doesn't make sense.
1: <laughs> I can only apologize for being like uh, the most the like the least educated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh please. I mean you you're you're the smart one out of us. Oh please that's, that's, without question. I
1: think we can stop pretending. <laughs>
0: We'll leave it up to our listeners. Yeah. Listeners, write into us. Tell us who do you think is the smartest? Me, or you know, no way or... inside a feud? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like our our egos are so fine, and uh, you know our self worth is completely mm. fine. What that a any great place. any yeah any question about anything about our our intelligence or the way we look or the way we sound it wouldn't send us into a spiral of depression so really don't worry about it (laughs) just send in the meanest stuff you possibly can it'll be fine
1: oh god
0: (laughs) (laughs) so tell the people where can they send us all the meanest things they can
1: oh my god you can talk to us on facebook or instagram at fresh tomatoes podcast you can send us mean tweets on twitter at fresh tomatoes mp you can email us privately mean things at fresh tomatoes podcast at gmail.com you can comment mean stuff on our youtube channel and you can hang out with us on the robots radio discord
0: exactly and guys while you're being mean to us if you want to leave us a review once you feel guilty about saying horrible things and making us cry you can leave us a review and give us a rating and leave a comment because it really does help us up the algorithms and even though you might not like some aspect of our personality it really does help us reach people who would appreciate who we are and what we do Um, and even though you may be so mean to us as we say at the end of every episode we love you and there's nothing you can do about it
1: we love you and there's nothing you can do about it (laughs) Bye. That was, we fell apart a bit by the end there. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.